Hey, hey, it's me again, Catherine. Now, I don't know if you know this, but I'm actually an author. I know, please hold your applause, it's exciting. But throughout my many years of life, I have written several books and parts of books never to be published or seen by the people. This week, I'm going to read to you for the first time my book, A Hundred Things to Do When You're Bored. Bear with me for this. I don't know when it was written. I forgot it's even existed, so it's probably amazing. Let's begin. A Hundred Things to Do When You're Bored by Catherine Duso. Chapter One. Hello. No, sorry. My bad. It's not Chapter One. It's Chapter Zero. Hello. Hi. Oh, <laughs> this is so bad already. Hi. Hello. Hola. Au revoir. Bonjour. Howdy. Hey, what's up? Welcome. Let's just get started by getting acquainted. So, how are you? Good. What have you been up to? Interesting. No, really, it's very interesting. Well, let's get on with it, shall we? My name is Cynthia, and you are... Wait, no, let me guess. You're bored. Well, that's why I'm here. But before we get into it, let me just start by explaining something by starting over. I know who you are. You're a teen who found this book in a library or a bookstore, though it may be interesting. Well, let me say you're in for a treat. You could also be a parent if this book is big, trying to keep up with all the stuff your kids are into these days. No fret, you're welcome to. You could also be an aunt, uncle, grandmother, grandfather who bought this book for their niece, nephew, granddaughter, grandson, and decided to read just a little to see if they will like it. You are, let me just stop you here. There's no reason for you to read anymore. They will love it. Trust me. What else? Hmm. Oh, I don't know. You could also be a single thing that this book might have some tips on how relationships. Well, that's too bad because I can guarantee you that staring at into a book won't help with that. Good. Now that we got that out of the way, we can start to for the real fun. A hundred things to do when you're bored. This is the real chapter one now. Chapter one, the obvious stuff. Well, you all knew that this was coming. All the average old boring stuff you're supposed to do when you're bored. All the results you get if you type into a search engine. But hey, at least you're getting it out of the way early. So here we go. Number one, clean your room. Number two, read a book. Number three, go outside. Number four, draw. Number five, listen to music. Six, go for a walk. Seven, watch a movie. Eight, do your homework. Nine, study. Ten, make a snack. Eleven, eat the snack. Twelve, bake. Thirteen, paint. Fourteen, update your wardrobe. 15. Take a nap and figure out, figure it out when you wake up. Well, that's most of them. We'll get to the rest later and stick around. It does get better. Chapter 2. When it's raining. This is the chapter of stuff to do when it's raining because you can't go outside. 16. Listen to the rain. 17. Listen to the wind. 18. Listen to the thunder. 19. Get a friend and jump in the rain. 20. Watch the rain. 21. Watch the lightning. 22. Make a rain cake. How do you <laughs> make a rain cake? How you may as well. It's easy. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. There's subtext to this one. So A, 22A is listen for thunder. 22B is find a cake recipe. Number C is each time the thunder sounds, you put in an ingredient. Uh, D is bake the cake. E is eat the cake. Wow, it's so interesting. All right. 23. Sit in the rain. 24. Dance in the rain. No, really, it's fun. Try it. 25. Go to a movie. 26. Rainbow watching. I spelled entirely incorrectly. 27. Make a mud pie. 28. Go outside in a bathing suit. Hey, don't knock it till you try it. It says that in parentheses. 29. Find candles if the power goes out. That's only if the power goes out, though. <laughs> 30. Play a board game or cards. 
or on the contrary to what I said before, so gather up your raincoats and put on all those umbrellas you've got to go puddle jumping in. All this task about rainy days activities got me thinking, so let's take a break and I'll tell you a story. Oh, so there's a story within the story. That's very exciting. Once upon a time, in a kingdom far, far away, there was a little princess, and her favorite thing to do was play in the rain. Down in the streets across the field, there was a beautiful forest and garden where the princess loved to walk and run and play. Every time, she called to her mother, saying, I'm going for a walk, and the queen would reply, just stay away from the forest, it's dangerous. Okay, said the young princess, and she would try. She walked around the palace garden and the yard, but there it was never the same until one rainy day, the little princess wandered over to the forest and she saw the most beautiful woman go on and she wanted to find out who she was. So she walked through and then the rain gleaned before her around the most beautiful flowers. She saw a cute little cottage with a cute little chimney and a cute little door where the little princess knocked her cute little knock. Wow, that's so repetitive. I'm doing a great job. As the little princess knocked on the cute little door of the cute little cottage with the cute little chimney, it creaked open. So not to be rude, because the princesses are never told to be rude, she called into the house. Hello, is anyone home? No one answers, she said. She would be able to come in and no one still answered. But on the other side of the room, the window was open. She saw the cottage couch and got getting soaked. So she entered, but not to be rude, you see. Princesses are also taught to be helpful. And what's more a helpful thing than to close someone's window when it's raining? Just as the princess went to close the window, then she heard the door open and slam. What are you doing in my house? An ear-piercing screech from across the room. We'll save the rest of that story for later in case you're getting bored. We wouldn't want that. Now, let's move on. Next chapter, chapter three, exercise. You got to this next step for the 40 folks on the audience, whoever they might be. Get ready for some exercises. All right. Are you ready for exercises? I don't think I'm ready yet. We're on 31. Go for a run. Longer than a mile. You can do it, probably. 32. See how long you can hold a wall sit. 33. See how long you can hold a plank. 34. See how many jumping jacks you can do in one minute. 30 seconds max. Don't pull a muscle. 35. See how many crunches or setups you can do in one minute. In parentheses, it says go for five push-ups yourself. 36. See how many times you can run up and down the stairs before getting winded. In parentheses, it said my record is nine. I feel like that's fake. I feel like I could never do that. 37. Do 100 squats for every snack you've eaten today. 38. Make up a whole workout, then try it. 39. Create a healthy snack and feel free to send it to a friend. I bet they'd love it. 40. Make a playlist for working out. 41. Go shopping for cute workout outfits. 42. Take a yoga class. 43. Go to the gym. And in parentheses, it says, don't have a gym, find one. 44. Pump iron. Do you even lift, bro? 45. Stretch. Work on that flexibility. Well, that was a workout. Good. Now that you're all exercised, you could just exercise some more or continue to read this book. Chapter four, mindful. Mindful. What does that even mean? How can being mindful keep me from being bored? Well, stay calm. Don't get your panties in a bunch. I'm going to tell you. I mean, to think of others, which means thinking of you. Gaps. No, really. Yes. It's called being kind. Let's get started. At 46. Draw your mother a picture. 
in parentheses, you know, like you did when you were little, 47, find the month money to start paying someone back, 48, ask if someone near you needs help, I mean, spatially near, like in the same house, 49, leave a nice comment on a post or video, that's actually sweet, 50, write a thank you note to your grandparents for sending you that birthday gift, the thing I know you're late and not going to do. Wow, sorry, that got a little heated, but hey, look, you made it to 50, and since you can now clearly see that this book is was worth it, obviously, I'll finish the story from before. No need to thank me now, here, where were we? Continuing on the story within the story. Ah, uh, yes. What are you doing in my house? She screeched the old woman. I, I, I stammered the little princess. Well, what are you doing here? I'm sorry, miss. I just followed a woman in the forest because I wanted to see who she was. And then I came upon your cute little cottage with a cute little chimney and saw that the window was open. So I came in to shut it because it's raining. Well, that was very kind of you. What's your name? This is not a real name. I don't know what I was trying to say. Is it Lorenda? Princess Lorenda, she replied. Well, we better get you home. So the two of them walked through the rain back to the palace. When they got there, the king and queen were so grateful that they gave the poor old woman a job as the princess's personal caregiver. And from that day on, sun or rain, the princess would walk down through the forest to the cute little to the cute little castle. That's not what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to say cottage, but I wrote castle. With the cute little chimney and knock on the cute little door and play. She was never happier than that day in the rain when she learned that showing kindness will bring you joy to everyone. Well, wasn't that just lovely? Just beautiful. Well, on the next section, who knows? There may be another story about Princess Loranda. That's my, uh, impersonation of name i don't know what it's supposed to be i'll spell it for you it's l-a-u-r-i-n-d-a lorinda i don't know what i was going for well wasn't that just so exciting i think it's time for us to take a break from this wonderful masterpiece that i've written probably in middle school and continue another time thank you for listening bye now